Welcome to Free and Figuring It Out, a weekly podcast hosted by two Brits, Sherelle Griffith and Verity Brown, on a mission to support, empower and reassure fellow independent millennial women that they can be self-sufficient, successful and seen. Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of Free and Figuring It out. We hope you are all well in these slightly confusing and crazy times and uh, we know from your messages that you know listening to things like our podcast kind of help you feel a bit more normal so we're glad we can offer that service to you. Um, so let's start off with what we're both figuring out. So for me um, something I've been figuring out for a while but that I decided to talk about this week because I randomly listened to a podcast by Oprah. Well, obviously it wasn't a podcast by Oprah 22 years ago. It was an interview she did and they put it onto her Super Soul Sunday and it was called The Authentic Self. And it was talking to all these different women about how they'd lost themselves and who they were. And it's actually something that I have been thinking about for well years I, I think ever since I came out of my like 10-year relationship I've been really thinking about it and then I think I thought I found it and then I realized I haven't and so every day I'm trying to get closer and um yeah it's just uh, and you know when you think about something so much you kind of don't even know what it means anymore it's like you're so in it so um Luckily, I have a therapist who I talk to about this. <laughs> she is helping me figure it out by asking mm. the right questions and watching how I move and react when I talk about certain things. And so that's been really interesting. Um, but yeah, I just feel like it's probably something that most of us are figuring out. So I thought I would have that as my figuring out of the week well it's always something it's like one of my pet hate words because people online are always like be your authentic self like <laughs> show up authentically and I'm just like what do you, does that mean I need to just not show up with my makeup on and just like say every bad thing that's happened in our life is that what being authentic means I always just think the people that say that are the people that always have massive breakdowns on their Instagram basically um <laughs> <laughs> yeah and I think the definition of authentic Technicism, whatever you want to call it, is is important, and it, I think it can be subjective. It, and a line from the podcast that really resonated with me was, um, "Happiness is different from joy. Search for joy." And that is because when I have, you know, your days when it's just a day, you know, nothing amazing happens. Like you're fine, but you're not like mega elated and someone will say to that, are you happy? And it triggers me that word because I feel happiness is such a state of, I don't know, it requires a lot of energy. And for me, I'm always looking for more contentment, peace or joy, I would say. So that was quite an interesting little line that I think I took from it. Hmm. Yeah, I do think there's a difference between like, ex- like experiencing joy and be, I think because I think of experiencing joy and like being happy, Mm. I actually have them in a different place even when I think about the way I talk about them it's slightly different yeah yeah definitely Mm. yeah well good luck finding your authentic self (laughs) thanks love 
I'll keep like, you updated. So sarcastic of me. And me this week, what have I been up to? <laughs> well, it's not even this week, literally just today. I am working out what it means to be free with my new empty diary. So uh, last week I was made redundant from my day job. And so this is the first week in, I think, 11 years that I've not had a day job. <laughs> Um, and yeah. for anyone who listens, you would probably know how much of a workaholic I am anyway. So it feels so weird. And obviously this isn't particularly a time where having a free diary is exciting as normal. Cause it's not like I'm just like, woo, let's just go travel and like see all my friends I haven't seen or just like do all the things, my London to-do list that I've like never got to do. Like none of that's happening clearly. So yesterday I sat down and I was like, right, how are you going to plan stuff out? What are you going to do? How are you going to keep yourself like? going and not just end up sleeping until like two o'clock in the afternoon and then she's like trying to get me on a podcast and I'm just like I'm in bed still you're like what are you doing Cheryl so yeah so I was having a bit of a think <laughs> about what my new routine will look like um like how to balance um obviously doing all the stuff what the projects we're doing all the business stuff but also how to make sure like I keep some sort of routine in my life now that I'm in control of it and that's like powerful like you know for example it means I can, if I want to work in the evening, because I've always been more of a late owl than an early bird anyway. Um, but I can do that, but it's just like trying to work all that out, because otherwise I know I'll get quite, I could easily just get very restless. Yeah. Mm. yeah, it can be a blessing and a curse having like a free diary. And I think you're right. It's Maybe it's a bit like what I've just said. It's finding out, you know, what, what you have to do and what makes you happy and, you know, what what kind of you fill the gaps with and um I think it's I think it's quite exciting really kind of going on that adventure and and like you said just realizing when you're best at stuff like for me like um being able to exercise in the middle of the day I adore because it really like helps me revive my energy levels and mm. you know like you always do it in the morning don't you and yeah. that's because you then got to like focus on work and it's like exploring with things like that and seeing so oh yeah but yeah. I think like I've now started walking every lunch for example and uh, that yeah. makes a massive difference to me because then I'm like I get a break from the screen and I get like mm-hmm. some fresh air and so I suppose that's like my re- a bit of my re-energizing routine which I didn't necessarily always have before lockdown so it's stuff like I want to try and keep that going and again like I'm a big believer from a productivity point of view that we I think it's Perothos law that idea that you fill the time you've got and so I think if I'm not careful and I'm just like oh I've got 40 extra hours <laughs> that I could then end up just spending 17 hours trying to write one blog post that used to take me two hours and I don't want that to happen so yeah yeah mm-hmm <laughs> Yeah, well, that's good that you're aware of that at the start and then make sure that you don't do that. Um, So this week I am planning uh, for a presentation that I'm doing in my guise of founder of tada.org. And so have been kind of getting in the zone with all things data, which some of you may think, oh my God, that sounds so boring. But as you know, me and Sherelle are (laughs) self-proclaimed geeks. So it's kind of our jam. And uh, came across one that I just really loved. Uh, It was actually, she's an English presenter. He's an American guy. Um, It's called The Bunker, the podcast. And the title was um, How to Spot When Data is Lying to You. Um, Basically, it's uh, Jevon D. West, who is a data scientist and University of Washington professor and co-author of Calling Bull 
beep. <laughs> I don't know what I'm allowed to say. <laughs> Calling BS, the art of skepticism in a data-driven world. And he talks to Roz Taylor um, just about kind of COVID stats and, you know, how our brains are kind of falling to uh, the victim to false correlation. Um, and just like how we trust what's put in front of us and how we don't question it, but then should we question it and what should we question and where should we go to question it? And I think if we all think about it, there's so much at the minute that we're just not quite sure what to believe or what's true or what's opinion, what's fact, what's, you know, being funded by some sort of pharmaceutical company and what is someone from the kindness of their heart being like, this is the situation. Um, and even myself as someone who would claim to be a fairly smart, educated woman, I'm finding it very hard to really figure out the facts from the fiction at the minute. So yeah, it was just a really, really nice energy. Um, I'll put a link in the show notes. Um, yeah, and I, I just, I found it in terms of data, for those of you who don't like that word, I think it's a, a nice starting point. So yeah, really recommend that. Ooh. And this week I have been reading Grit by Angela Duckworth. So actually I read it originally... I reckon two or three years ago and only realized a few months ago that I hadn't chosen it as book of the month for Propel Her, which really shocked me because I remember loving it. So I just had assumed I'd put it on the list and then I was like, oh no, I hadn't. So it was book of the month in October for Propel Her's book club. And mm-hmm. basically it's this, the old subtitle was The Power of Passion and Perseverance. And um, Angela Duckworth is a researcher and she was clearly doing trying to find out like the secrets to success why people achieve you know all that type of stuff but it was like there's a missing ingredient and so what she's come up with is this idea of grit and it's sort of uh, this idea of like how like resilient you are like how perseverant like how much you can persevere but also connected very much to this idea of passion and for her there's a scale that she makes you um, take so she asks you 10 different questions and you have to um, score yourself on it and then you get you can work out whether how gritty you are but also how much that's do with your passion or your perseverance so some people naturally she says will have really good perseverance and that's why they could be gritty where some people when they've got a really clear passion that's what then will help them to keep on going because like it's a very similar, I suppose, that idea, like Start With Why by Simon Snake. that if you've got that purpose, if you've got that why, then even if you're not always most naturally the person that would keep on going, that inner like purpose is driving you will help you to keep on going. And I really enjoyed the book because I am someone that does believe that talent alone isn't enough to be successful. And I do believe like effort is important. So it just reaffirmed my version of life. So obviously I'm going to love that. <laughs> but what was really interesting was I originally clearly done this about two or three years ago. And I had a post-it note in the book where I had my scores on the scale. And then I did it last week so I could talk about it in book club. And it, it got, I got more gritty. I was like, yes, I'm getting older. I'm getting oh. grittier. I'm loving life. <laughs> um, and that did surprise me because I was thought, I'd always thought I was quite gritty. So I was surprised to see that there'd been a difference. But once you go through the scale, the second and the third part of the book actually teach you about how to improve it. So even if you were someone that got quite a poor scale, um, 
Angela then talks about what you can do and there's like two sides to it. So there's things you can do that are about the inside out. So it's some of the work you can be doing as an individual. And some of that is around like um, trying to find like some core value to be attaching things to. And then there are stuff on the outside, which is around what do you do as um, like in terms of your environment, who are you around, what the cultures are like. And also there's a bit of a conversation for parents because also the next thing is now that you're aware of grit, you might think, well, if you have got children, how can I bring up gritty children? So she also talks about how like as a parent, you can be trying to make an environment and bring them up in a culture that will help them and support them. Mm, I like that. I like that word as well. Mm. It's, yeah it's it's good strong word and I was just thinking then like um I oh I don't know I was gonna say I think I I believe that well I believe everyone should do what they love which yes is an ideal world and a privilege and then like you say grit comes naturally with that because you just wake up every morning and you want to do what you want to do um but even like you know at the minute like I mean I'm not fully doing what I love I'm I'm doing 10 million things and what I love um which as you know throughout you know it is when you're not focused on that one thing it it does make it harder but you know even though it's something I love the motivation can be tricky sometimes because you've got to think that you're not you're doing something you love but you don't love everything about that (laughs) Do you know what I mean? You've got to do like the good, the bad, the ugly until you bring in a revenue where you can hire people to do every single thing that you hate to do. But there's still going to be bits. Um, and I think, you know, when you say about the, the gritty bit, when it's not something you love, you know, it reminds me of like jobs that I used to do when I was younger where I just needed to earn money. Yeah. And it was like you just had to turn up and work hard that day and get a wage so you could pay your bill. You know, it was that kind of, that that was a form of grit as well for me. So um yeah, I think that sounds really, really good. But there's a really interesting part in the book, just because you mentioned about going to work when you don't like it. And it was saying that every mm. single job could be classed as a job, a career or a calling. And it's all about your attitude to it. And that is something I think... Mm. Re- <laughs> you're going to be like, no, but I think it's true because so many of... I think so many people have negative uh, feelings about their job. But it's like, if you're, that then doesn't have, it doesn't help you in any way, shape or form when you haven't, once you've got a negative impression of your job, once you don't like it, it does make your life so much harder. And actually the people that are able to attach something that's for, so they've got some purpose behind the job. Even if you are simply just like, this is just to pay my bills right now, but how can I see that my role, even if it is a small role, how like it fits within the bigger picture. I mean, obviously there's some companies where you're probably, like you're never going to think there's anything good they do but most people you'd say they are fulfilling some sort of need for someone and it's like if you can connect yourself to yeah. that then even if you didn't get to the point of calling at least you could get past the point of it to be like a job that I hate that I have to turn up for every day yeah I think I mean for me when I think of some things calling is definitely a stretch however even in my worst worst jobs where I've just literally not wanting to walk through the door I've always found some sort of purpose and I think like you say that is really really important um so yeah no I I think I might give that one a read I like that recommendation (laughs) so um this week I watched something on YouTube so 
free to everyone um and the whole uh, documentary is on there um it's only 10 years old um but basically it's called life in the day and the description is from 8000 submissions comprising of four and a half thousand hours of footage the footage shot by people in 192 countries presents a time capsule for future generations to see what it was like to be alive on july 24th 2010. so basically all these people around the world recorded 24 hours of their life and they kind of, the documentary is, um, there's no like, oh, it's morning or it's 9am or whatever. It's just, it starts like in the dark, but obviously, you know, just before dawn um, and showing what people are doing, you know, getting ready, getting up, things like that. Um, and then just slowly goes throughout the day. And um, there's no real order to it. There's no, it's just um a real um kind of view of lives of people you know all over the world Mm. and I just think um if you just want something different to watch that's a bit more you know uh captivating than some sort of Netflix series which you'll get you know including me get kind of you know pulled into then yeah I definitely definitely recommend it it's a really beautiful piece of film Mm. do you watch a lot of stuff on YouTube just out of interest um I've started I I mean I do it's more the documentaries so things like Before the Flood which is a Leo DiCaprio um documentary on global warming and those types of ones I think lots of National Geographic are on there and things like that so I think it is a good option um obviously it's free so I think any documentary that wants it wants to be accessible to a wider range of people goes on there because with any sort of subscription service you're then blocking out anyone who is poor or doesn't have a tv or or whatever so i think the reason people release things to youtube is for awareness and so it is more accessible to people around the world so yeah i just yeah, never they... ever thought about watching like something full mm-hmm. length if that makes sense on youtube yeah yeah there's quite a lot of stuff i even searched for a musical today that i wanted to watch the film of and there's a a video um like a really good quality video of the actual like stage production on youtube like two and a half hours long so you know there's lots out there not that i'm really condoning youtube it can be a bit of a challenge in the world of advertising and influencers and whatever but it has its place so yeah yeah that's yeah, very true a, have a little google mm. Mm. well actually and now you say it i do realize i had watched a youtube this weekend because i watched the phantom of the opera because <laughs> mm. there is um, a series at the moment called the show must go on so andrew Lloyd webber has been releasing a range of his old musicals depending on the rights it could be like for 24 hours it could be for a few days it just depends on who actually owns the rights now and what legally is allowed to do okay um but it's just like an opportunity i've never seen it um so i mm-hmm. thought oh i'll sit down and watch it so actually now you say that i'm like oh yeah i did i did actually watch something on youtube that was full length i just totally forgot i did <laughs> well no and i've not heard of that so i'll look and see what that the show yeah. must go on we'll yeah pop, the, we'll show must the show notes. 
Yeah, and I, th- mm. I think there's definitely been um, a few different arts organisations and like live entertainment people that obviously without with all the theatre shut at the moment, they're trying to um, just remind people and share some of the great talent that's on stage so that people can access it because you can't go to the theatre. So yeah, I really didn't, it was a nice thing to do because obviously I normally go to the theatre like every week and now I haven't been for mm. over six months. So it was just like Saturday evening, just sat down and watched it and I was like oh this feels like a little bit of normality (laughs) I know I'm missing musicals so much not that I went tons and tons when I was in London just purely because it can become quite pricey but um oh my god I I just miss I miss even the opportunity of being able to go to one you know I've just Mm. been literally smashing through so many musical soundtracks it's untrue Spotify must be like what is going on you're an emo like 10 years ago (laughs) what's happening so um yeah you're growing <laughs> up you're getting older that's fine I know older not old older <laughs> um so do you have a lovely life prompt to leave our beautiful listeners with so this week I am definitely very much in a period of change and that's where my mind's been at and so the question is what things am I willing to let go of so I can live my best life Mm. and because I think it's really important me Verity I told Verity just before we came on what I was the question was this week but I think this idea of letting go is is really important because as we get older (laughs) we can't just keep on accumulating (laughs) new things we can't just like we want to change and we want to grow but as part of that process you have to let go of some things um and I've been you have to make space yeah you've got to like you said we can't otherwise you you literally can't do everything you can't do everything you used to do in your life and add new things in and yeah making space is really important Mm. so being really conscious about like what you are willing to let go of and like the, the question said is what things am I willing to let go of so I can live my best life it's this idea of if you know what your future or what you want in your future it's about this isn't just about letting go for the sake of it it's about being conscious and saying like I'm going to let go of these things because they don't serve me anymore they're not helping me become the woman I want to become and then by letting go of this I'm like like you said making the space to be able to then fill it with more things that are going to be supportive that are going to help me to live my best life yeah yeah no I love that I'm gonna that can be my journaling prompt tonight smash that out and see what comes up yes yes and then maybe I'll find my authentic self hidden in there in the hoarding (laughs) I've got in my mind (laughs) well thank you all for joining us this week um is there anything else Cheryl that you wanted to add to this week's episode I am all good I just obviously if you do do your life prompt please do uh like share us a little screenshot you can find us on Instagram at free and figuring it out it's always so nice to see people trying out the journaling prompts and like seeing what people come up with so please do share it and this will be us until next Friday so we hope you've enjoyed the episode and tune in next week Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Free and Figuring It Out. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss the next instalment. And if you want to be a superstar, please leave us a review. Or you can get in touch with us. Drop us an email at freeandfiguringitout at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time.